And it was in that moment that I kind of paused. I'm like, okay, why am I making such a big deal out of this? It's not that big of a deal. Yes, I get tired of telling her the same thing. I get tired of saying, if you have something, put it back, then you'll know where it is. But things happen. Life happens. We're not going to always do things as we're supposed to. And I was just on her about, okay, following directions. I keep telling you the same thing over and over again, but yet you don't follow directions. And that got me thinking about how God is with us. How many times does God tell us the same things over and over again? And we don't follow directions. But yet we have a forgiving God. We serve a forgiving God, a loving God that no matter how many times we don't follow directions, he doesn't throw it in our face. He doesn't hold it against us. He forgives us over and over again and gives us a chance to get it right. So it's in that time that I was like, okay, why are you acting like this? Why are you reacting like this? Today's episode is brought to you by Omeo. Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money. That's a win-win in my book. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to omeo.com and use the code LISTENER5 at checkout. This offer is valid until June 30th for new users on all modes of transportation. It's just the pick-me-up your 2021 needs. Omeo, plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. Hey friends, welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. I am your host, LaJuan Moses, and I am a mom on a mission to help you master your mindset and own your time so you can make space in your busy life for your dreams and goals. Join me each week for tangible tips, tools, and strategies that you can use to show up as your personal best in motherhood, business, and life, as well as inspiring interviews from moms just like you who are sharing their stories of triumph in order to uplift encourage and empower you on your journey at more than a mother we believe you can pursue your dreams and be a great mom at the same time we are helping you truly step into your own and find the freedom to do more of the things you love and enjoy without feeling guilty or overwhelmed hey friends welcome back to another episode of the more than a mother podcast this is your host lawan moses I am so glad to be back with you again today. If you didn't know it, we are coming up on a milestone for the More Than a Mother podcast. If you are listening right now, this is episode number 99, which means that our next episode is episode 100. And I cannot believe that almost a year and a half into podcasting, I have reached episode 100. For the 100th episode, I'm going to be doing a very special giveaway. So if you are not following me on Instagram, be sure to head over to Instagram now and follow at Lawan Moses so that you can find out how you can enter the giveaway and all the great prizes that will be there to offer. Also, I'll be doing a special 100th episode celebration, and I can't wait to bring that to you. 
If you are enjoying this show, feeling inspired and motivated, learning something new, or just want to show some love, please do me a favor and help me spread the word. Screenshot this episode and share your favorite takeaways in your Instagram stories. I am truly growing my Instagram and I want you there on the journey with me as we continue to grow and build. Don't forget to tag me at Lawan Moses so that I can share your share. Each time you share this show, it helps me to reach more and more moms just like you. Don't keep this greatness to yourself. Tell a mama you know about the More Than a Mother podcast today. Remember, motherhood is a universal experience and we are all in this together. Today is all about self-care and especially self-care as a working mom, a working mompreneur, a mompreneur, whatever it is that you may be. Today's episode is all about self-care and how you can best take care of yourself so that you can show up as your best self in all areas of life. Now, for those of you that are new, maybe listening for the first time or not quite sure who I am, I am LaJuan and I am a personal empowerment and growth strategist and I am helping moms to master their mindset and own their time so they can make space in their busy lives for their dreams and goals. My ultimate goal is to help moms to ditch the guilt and achieve work-life harmony and stop chasing balance and just kind of start to live life without feeling overwhelmed and without feeling guilty. Now, a big part of that is self-care. I became a big proponent for self-care through my own journey over the years because there was a time when I took horrible care of myself. Believe it or not, I used to be at the bottom of my to-do list. I was probably not even on my to-do list at one point in my life. Everything and everybody really came before me. I had my kids in different activities. I was in so many different ministries on this board, on that board, in this committee, on that committee, doing all these things, taking care of my household, my family, all of those things, but I was not taking care of myself. And as you can imagine, that led me to just being miserable, burnt out, overwhelmed, and just stressed all the time. And it really had a trickle-down effect in my family. And it was through this that I kind of learned the importance of personal self-care, personal growth, development, taking care of myself so that I could really show up as my best self in all areas. Because a lot of people, I felt like, okay, if I put myself first, then I would be neglecting others in my life. It was selfish of me to think about myself before everyone else. And I really felt like I had to put everyone else before me before I could take care of myself because that's just what a lot of us think. But it is through our experience that we learn that by putting ourselves first, by taking care of our own needs first, that is how we're able to show up as our best self in all areas of life, including showing up for our children, our spouses, whatever committees that we're in, whatever things that we have going on, is really prioritizing that self-care, taking care of ourselves, so then we're our best selves in all areas of life. Now, through just a series of time passing over the years, learning different self-care strategies, I've learned to kind of take better care of myself, put myself first, make myself a priority, so then I'm showing up as my best self in all areas of life. However, that doesn't mean that I always get it right. And today I want to share with you just a story of something that happened to me over this past weekend and how it 
caused me to check myself and realize I needed to take a step back and really start prioritizing my self-care even better than I have been, prioritizing those areas of my life where I may have been lacking and slacking, and really just kind of get myself back on the right path. woke up on Sunday, and I wasn't feeling my best. However, it didn't register to me that I wasn't feeling my best until I started going about my morning. For those of you that know, for those of you that have listened, or those of you that may not know, I have MS recently diagnosed in 2019. So I've been adjusting to life, learning how to navigate that, never know how I'm going to feel from day to day. If it's hot outside, don't feel my best. Raining outside, just all the different changes really can make me feel horrible and just are not very friendly to my body, but I do the best that I can to take better care of myself. I can wake up fatigued, tired, all of that, then just add on the regular things of life. And you never know what, um, I never know what I'm going to get from day to day. Now I woke up, I had this plan in mind with what I wanted to do, how I wanted things to go in the morning before I went to church. Then something happened, my plans had to change, and it really sent me through kind of like this emotional up and down this roller coaster to where I was really just not being my best mom self. And I will admit that now. And even talking to my daughter, I admitted it to her. As you all know, I have a strong-willed child. My youngest child, she is very strong-willed. And for the longest time, it took us, we would clash. Her and I would clash because I would want her to do something. And she would always have the questions of why, how, I see black and white, she sees gray, and it was really kind of a struggle for us for years. However, as I learned more strategies, started to grow, really being conscious in my parenting and just my different actions and seeing how my mood kind of regulated her mood and how she really was like my carbon copy. So the things that she saw me doing and how she saw me acting, she was replicating that in her life. Those different kind of things just coming all together really caused me to check myself and start to make changes. Then as I made changes in myself, I noticed that she was changing as well. And we have just been really on this great path lately. However, when I woke up on Sunday, she had had something of mine and I was looking for it and couldn't find it. And instead of being my patient self that I've been working on, because you know, patience is not my strong suit. I will be the first to admit that. However, I've been intentional in my actions, paying attention to things that I've been doing, especially in dealing with her or dealing with my children and all these different things, because I notice that when I don't feel my best, when I'm tired, I can be a little short fuse, a little short temper, and I have really been working on that. However, when we were looking for this thing she had lost and I needed it at that time, all of that kind of went out the window. And I really like having this podcast because I can share this with you all and just show you what I learned from it. So all of that really went out the window and really that mom kind of rage, as we call it, although I wasn't in a rage, I wasn't really angry and shouting and yelling and all of that, but I was still not my calm self that I have come to be over these past, I would say, couple years. I was really just like on her case, like, okay, how could you do this? Why would you do this? When I tell you to take my stuff... I tell you, put it back and just really kind of, you know how you go into that over-lecturing mode to where you just go, go, go. And it's like, hey, you know your kids get the point. You know your kids get the point, but yet because we're upset, we keep repeating ourselves over and over again. And we just overly lecture for no reason because they got the point. But because I was upset, 
because I couldn't find what I needed and it was hindering my plans, I was really kind of just out of it, not thinking, just reacting and acting. And it wasn't until I was looking at how she was reacting to me that it caused me to check myself. Because in the past, when her and I would have these interactions, like I said, we would clash. But I noticed that in this time, she was just kind of sitting there and I'm just kind of going on and on and on. And she's just like looking at me like, okay, mom, I get it. Like she wasn't getting emotional, all of that. And it was showing me that what I had been doing over these past year, past few months or whatever had been working because the way she was dealing with this situation was how I had been dealing with things over this past few months or so. But yet I was regressing to how I used to be and how we used to interact. And it really caused me to pause and learn from my child. And it was in that moment that I kind of paused. I'm like, okay, why am I making such a big deal out of this? It's not that big of a deal. Yes, I get tired of telling her the same thing. I get tired of saying, if you have something, put it back, then you'll know where it is. But things happen. Life happens. We're not going to always do things as we're supposed to. And I was just on her about, okay, following directions. I keep telling you the same thing over and over again, but yet you don't follow directions. And that got me thinking about how God is with us. How many times does God tell us the same things over and over again, and we don't follow directions? But yet we have a forgiving God. We serve a forgiving God, a loving God that no matter how many times we don't follow directions, he doesn't throw it in our face. He doesn't hold it against us. He forgives us over and over again and gives us a chance to get it right. So it was in that time that I was like, okay, why are you acting like this? Why are you reacting like this? What is it? Because for so long, you had started to change the course of actions and things in your household had been completely different. Your youngest child, Candace, she had been completely different even how she dealt with everyone around her. I mean, she used to deal with everything with such anger, with hurt and just lash out. And it really was from me, I realized at the time that I had her during her formative years and everything, I was not my best self. I was purely miserable. So I did a lot of lashing out. So she modeled what she saw. And really I had been intentional over these past couple of years and especially this last, I would say year and a half or so to really model different behaviors, start to change our interactions, start to talk through things and realize that there's a different way to do this. You can't parent each child the same. And even in my parenting of my children, I was still, because she reacted one way, it didn't mean the other ones weren't feeling that way. They just internalized it or didn't come back, so to speak. So it really got me thinking, okay, Lawan, why are you acting like this? Why has this upset you so much? Because it's not that big of a deal. Episode 100 is here and I am so excited. I can't believe we have reached this milestone. As a thank you to you, I am doing a giveaway and I want you to be a part of it. I am giving away a More Than a Mother t-shirt, a More Than a Mother mug, a copy of my best-selling book, Rising Above Statistics, How to Overcome Obstacles and Achieve Success Against All Odds, as well as a Target gift card. So here's how you can enter the giveaway. I need you to head over to Instagram and follow at Lawan Moses. And while you're there, tag three friends 
who can also enter this giveaway and who will also love the More Than a Mother podcast. And lastly, subscribe to the More Than a Mother podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Be sure to screenshot your review and share it on your Instagram and tag me at Lawan Moses so that I can see it. This giveaway ends on Saturday, June 19th. So head on over to Instagram, check out the giveaway posts, follow the instructions underneath of it in case you need a reminder and get to sharing so that you can enter today. The winner will be chosen at random and I can't wait to show my appreciation to you for being a loyal listener and subscriber to the More Than a Mother podcast. Head on over now and enter our 100th episode giveaway. And I had to pause, reflect, and take a moment. And I was like, hey, God, why am I acting like this? Okay, she lost something. We know it's in the house. It's going to be found. But why has this upset me so much? One is because I had a plan of action and I am not the best when plans change. And that's another thing that Candace and I have in common. We do not like change, although I'm a common adjusting to it more. And so is she. But I had a plan for how I thought the morning would go. And it wasn't going that way. Two, I have repeated myself and just had the conversation about putting things back following directions. But still, why did this cause me to get so upset? And I really had to pause and reflect on that. And it wasn't until I sat back and said, okay, you're not feeling your best right now. You woke up, you're a little achy, a little tired. I kind of started doing like this self kind of regulation thing. You're a little tired. You have a full day ahead of you. You're thinking about all you have to get done. You're trying to get your day started. You could take care of yourself early in the morning. And this is throwing off your plans. But how many times do we have to write our plans in pencil and give God the eraser? So as I started to kind of go through this regulation and think about my emotions, why I'm acting this way, it was just that I felt not my best. I was tired. I was achy. Probably didn't wake up in the best mood because like I said, I never know from day to day how I'm going to feel. And because... I had intentions for that morning and they weren't going as planned. It caused me to lash out. And it was in that moment that I was like, you know what? How many times as parents do things inside of us not feel that great? Do things go wrong in our lives? And we take it out on those closest to us. Be it our children be it our spouse, whomever is closest to us, how many times, not just as parents, but as humans, do we take things out on those closest to us? And we do it more times than not. And it was like, okay, you're not feeling your best. Things aren't going as planned. And you're taking it out on her. But that is not fair to her. This is not that big of a deal. It's not going to impede your life. So you need to check yourself and figure out what you need to do to feel better at that time. And to me, it came back to self-care. I had not been taking the best care of myself the past few days. I had not been doing my self-care practices. 
And I had been running, running, running. And plus, we had been sick earlier in this week. So that took a toll on my body, taking care of everyone, taking care of myself. So I was really just kind of tired. And it was like, hey, you need to rest. You need to figure out, Lamon, how you can feel better in this situation. And the crazy thing is how God works. And let me tell you how God works. Once I came to this conclusion and realized, okay, you need to get it together because you're tripping first off, and then you need to figure out why you're acting like this, and the reasons came to me for why I was acting like this, wouldn't you know I found what we had been looking for for about an hour and a half immediately after I had that revelation? And it was as if God was telling me, you're not going to find what you're looking for acting like this because it is not that serious. You don't need to find it right now. I need you to go through this process and see how you're acting and how this is impacting things so that you can do things differently next time. And as soon as I came to that and realized that, okay, it comes back to me taking care of myself and I need to figure out when I'm waking up in the morning and I may not be feeling my best, what I can do differently so that I am not taking it out on those closest to me or how I can kind of frame my mindset and prepare myself for my day. So that if something goes not according to my plans, I can adapt and adjust accordingly. When that all came to me, I found what we were looking for. And I went to her and showed it to her. And the crazy part was it was in a place that we had both looked previously. But because I was out of control, because I was lecturing, because I was using my yelling voice, whatever you want to call it. God did not allow me to find it until I learned what I needed to learn through that. And I kind of went to Candace after this and I'm like, hey, you handled this situation very well. And I said, and I learned from you in this. I said, because we have been doing so well lately with learning just new strategies, communication, learning how to navigate this whole parenting life and all these things. We have all been doing so well in this household lately that you handled this very well. And she said to me, I just ignored it. And I thought that was funny because that's how I have been acting lately when things in my life have been going kind of crazy or people get to fussing or whatever it is. I just go about my business. I'm like, okay, I understand, but I'm just going to ignore it. It's not going to mess up my peace. But in that situation, I was that source that was doing that. And I couldn't ignore it. I didn't, couldn't just take a step back. But when she said, I just ignored it because I realized we weren't going to get it, basically because we weren't going to get anywhere like this and she wasn't going to feed into it. I was like, wow, God, we're all learning here. And I regressed as the parent. I went back to old behaviors. But my child in the situation was still modeling the things that I had showed her. So that goes back to my episode that I did with Sharita, where our kids are not do as I say, not as I do. It's really about modeling that behavior. And that was that confirmation right there that modeling that behavior works. Because even though I was kind of out of it, I wasn't modeling the right behavior but because I have been modeling that behavior for so long and how we have been navigating things and learning a new normal and adjusting, she was able to stay in that moment and stay where we were 
and to do as I had been doing, although at that moment it didn't look like that. And that is what I talked about in episode 89 with Sharita Thompson about no longer is it do as I say, not as I do, it's do as I do. That was my little, my victory, I would say, over the weekend. Because it taught me less how important self-care is. If we're not taking care of ourselves, if we're not prioritizing our mental health, our physical health, our spiritual health, then it's going to be so easy to snap. It's going to be so easy to take things out on others around us instead of centering ourselves, regulating our emotions, tapping into what you're feeling at that time, and then being able to adjust. And one thing I've learned that when you're upset, you need to take a step back. And for whatever reason, in that moment, I didn't. But I believe there was a lesson for me to learn. There was something for me to see. So that is why it went like that. And now I'm able to see just how things are transforming around me, how things are evolving around me. And I really need to stay on the up and up. In terms of self-care strategies, as an overwhelmed mom, as a busy mom, working mom, whatever it is that you are, one of the first things I will say to you is to start your morning the right way. So create a morning routine. Now, my routine typically includes praying when I first wake up, and that really sets the tone for my day. And it's crazy because I realized in that moment that I have been getting up the past couple of days and hitting the ground running that I've been forgetting to pause and pray. However, prayer really sets the tone for my day. So part of my morning routine is first thing I do, get up and I pray, talk to God, thank him for his blessings, set really the intentions for the day, just believe that today is going to be a great day and go forth. And then I open my Bible app. And if you have the Bible app, usually there is a devotional in the morning where they have the verse of the day, there's a prayer, there's a video that talks about the verse of the day. And I have found that that has really started to help me start my day, navigate it the right way. And then also finding the different Bible plans that are on the app just to read, just to enrich myself and feel better each day. But really create that morning routine so that even if you aren't feeling your best when you get up in the morning, even if it is a struggle for you, even if you are tired by praying, if you want to do meditation, journaling, whatever it is that's a part of your routine, practicing gratitude, affirmations, by really having that morning routine, setting your day, that will really set the tone for your day. So an important part of self-care, strategy number one, create a morning routine so that you can start your day off right on a good foot, on a positive vibe, and that your energy is just overflowing with positivity. Self-care strategy number two is to say no. Start saying no to some things in your life. You don't have to be in every committee. Your kids don't have to be in every activity. You don't have to be on every board. You don't have to have your hands in every pot. As the saying goes, you don't have to be on every ship that is sailing. If you are trying to be on every ship that is sailing, you are going to burn yourself out. You are going to wear yourself so thin. You are just going to be miserable and really short-fused and short-tempered. So start saying no. Really evaluate those things in your life that you can and realize where you can start saying no. And a lot of us aren't comfortable with saying no. 
However, frame it this way in your mind. When you start saying no to other people and saying no to other things, you start saying yes to yourself. You start saying yes to some rest. You start saying yes to giving yourself a break. You start saying yes to being able to work on your own dreams and goals and advancing your own life, building your own legacy, whatever it is that you have out there. When you start to say no to others and doing the things they want you to do or being involved in all these different committees, activities, etc., you open the door to endless yeses to yourself to start to fill your plate, start to fill your life with things that you truly want to be doing. So start saying yes to yourself. Find those things that enrich you. Even if when you're saying no, you're saying yes to some self-care, yes to some rest. That is big to me. When I say no to something else, to me, I am saying yes to, okay, I need to take care of myself. And I have found that I can just tell people, okay, I can't do it right now. I don't have the capacity to do it right now. I'm not able to add anything to my plate right now. Those are different ways that you can say no if you're not comfortable just flat out saying no. And realize you don't have to offer an excuse to your no. You can just simply say, I don't have the capacity to do it. I can't take on anything new at this time. I'm not interested at this moment. I am not available. I just can't do it. You don't have to give an excuse or anything like that. But when you start to say no, you really start to practice that self-care because you are starting to say that I matter, I value, I'm of value, my time matters, my energy matters. I want to preserve some time, preserve some energy so I can put it into things that are going to make me feel better. So start saying no and implementing that in your life. And tip number three, strategy number three in practicing self-care and getting off to a great start is to give yourself some grace. You aren't always going to get it right every time. There are going to be times, as I said, I've been on this personal development, personal growth, self-care journey, learning new strategies, transforming life for years. But just this past weekend, I had a quote unquote bad mommy moment where I wasn't my best self. So I could have beat myself up over that. I could have told myself I'm the worst mom ever and really beat myself up. But no, I gave myself grace and realized that I'm not going to always get it right. But the important thing is I recognize in the situation where things went wrong and what I can do differently for next time. So I gave myself that grace to be human, to not be perfect, realize perfection doesn't exist, to not be perfect to not always put pressure on myself to get it right, but realize that even in these moments, I may lose it, I may not be my best self, but I'm gonna give myself that grace because God's grace is sufficient. God is gonna always give us grace. So why not give ourselves grace in this situation, give ourselves grace in this mom life so that if we don't get it right, if we mess up, if we have mom rage, if we may lose it, we're not hard on ourselves. We're not our worst critics. We don't beat ourselves up. We just recognize it as an opportunity to get it right next time. And that is what I did. I went to my daughter. I apologized to her. We talked it through. And I'm like, hey, you really learning from these things that we have been doing. And yes, I lost it in that moment, but we've been doing great. And we're going to keep on doing great. We're going to get it right. And I realized where I went wrong. And it's because I wasn't feeling my best that I was already short-tempered. I was already short-fused. And my morning not going as I thought it should go caused me to go over the edge. But I learned from that. 
in that moment and realize that, okay, this, it may happen again. I can't even say it won't happen again, but I'm going to do everything in my power so that it doesn't. So I can remember this moment that happened now, regulate my emotions, regulate my feelings, and address it from that calm approach, that calm perspective, because that is really how you get results and that is really how you get things done. So to recap, some strategies for self-care when you're overwhelmed, when you're busy, you're doing all these things. One, create a morning routine. Find something that works for you. Start your morning the right way because that is really going to set the tone for your day, frame your mindset for the day, and really shape how you see things for the day. Number two, start to say no. Saying no to others is opening the door for you to say yes to yourself. And then number three, give yourself some grace. You're not going to always get it right, and that's okay. You learn from it, you move on, and you do better the next time. So I hope this story really helped you just to see how even as I'm doing this podcast, even as I am coaching moms and I am empowering you, a lot of these things, as I always say, is as much for me as, or as much for I just, I do it for you. I do it for me as well. And I like having this platform to share, be transparent so you can see this is my mom life behind the scenes. It's not always pretty. It's not always going to be great. But just like you, I do the best that I can do. And I am so glad that you're here and tuning in from week to week so that we can learn from each other. You can hear my stories, the lessons I've learned. You can hear from my mom guests, how they're navigating life, building businesses, managing mom life, and all of those things. Episode 100 is here. I am so glad to share it with you. And I can't wait until you hear about all the great things that are happening in episode 100. I'm just going to recap what I have really learned in this first year and a half with podcasting, really give some advice to everyone that is wanting to start a podcast or step into their business as a mom, where we can talk about the barriers that we may face and how we can overcome those barriers and how we can really start to make that space in our lives and create that space in our lives for our dreams and goals. So I can't wait for you to be here with me for the next episode where we have our 100th episode celebration and it is going down. The giveaway is starting. Be sure to stay tuned. Follow me on Instagram at Lawan Moses so that you can enter the giveaway and find out all the details and see all the great things that are going to be given away for the 100th episode. And I can't wait to have you back here with me again. So remember, practice self-care. Take the best care that you can of yourself because you matter. And no matter what you're doing in life, if you aren't taking care of yourself, then life is nothing without you. Whether it's business, whether it's motherhood, whatever it is, it's nothing without you. So you matter and you have to take care of yourself. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, leave a review, and most importantly, share this episode with all of your mom friends. Let's continue to grow our mom community and support each other. Remember, together, we've got this.